I'm listening to a different podcast <laughs> while you're going. I just hear you go, what? <laughs> just start laughing you at like, what? And then he murdered his seventh victim. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Murder. Ha ha. I mean, I'm totally listening. <laughs> don't touch, don't touch the microphone. <laughs> I did yesterday. I remember thinking. Write that down in your notes app. You won't remember. And then I don't remember, and I didn't write it down. Oh. Hold so. On. Oh, welcome to Conversations in Confidence. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm on vacation. You are on vacation. Snaps to me. I'm Snaps in Santorini, baby. She is in Greece. She's having a Mamma Mia moment. <laughs> Here she goes again. There I go again. Uh, I only got the one dad, though. Not the three that you possibilities. Know <laughs> yeah, I guess I never asked. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, how are you? What are you doing? Uh, well, right now I'm just sitting. Um, I got a chai that's, you know... I think it's bigger it's big than my boy. hand. It's like I have to like stretch you my do. pinky. Yeah, um, it's big. But I was just I was feeling another chai and just you know kind of having a meh. Yeah. Moment. A I don't know why. Moment. Is that a your chai drink? Is your meh moment drink? A little. It's like my winter meh. Yet it's iced. Yes. And I'm in that transitional period okay. between summer and. You're not ready. I wore like tall boots to work today for the first time. It felt a little too early, but it is quite cold. It is chilly, and I am quite I excited. Love boots, though. I love fall and winter, so I mean, it's never too early for me. Oh, I know. <laughs> that is where we differ. <laughs> I know we have so much in common. I'm like, that's bring not one of on them. the sweaters. I wouldn't cold weather. mind blankets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind winter if it wasn't so dark. I see. I like it when it's dark because it's like oh, it makes cozy. me so sleepy. I can't wake up. Like, mm-hmm. and then my desk at work doesn't have a oh, you window. Don't have a window. Yeah, so it's like I get there when it's dark, and then I leave when it's dark. And for all I know, the sun never came up <laughs> because <laughs> at no point do I see daylight. Yeah, but I guess uh i assume it did i think, I think yeah. you'd let me know if it did. i would i <laughs> you would tell you i would be like um problem sun <laughs> so never rose noon <laughs> and sun the sun's still not up did not wake up today yeah might have a problem maybe apocalypse possible apocalypse situation on yeah. our hands oh did you Everybody know panic. today like today when we're recording today, yeah today today is International Podcast Day. Oh my gosh. Happy International Podcast Day. Happy, let's podcast today. Let's podcast today. It is also my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, mom. I I hope Sunshine Paul got you something (laughs) quite lovely. Yes, of course he did. Like he brought back the mustache. Oh, no, no, no. We Uh, love the beard. Oh, the stash. We love the beard. He's, like I said, one of three people that can pull off a stash. <laughs> He's one of three. Uh, okay. Tom Selleck, Sam Elliott, and Paul Fletcher. <laughs> Sunshine Paul. Sunshine Paul. Okay, enough about your dad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Yeah. What, uh, do you have a notes app for today? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I did have either. one thing to say, but it's another bummer. Yeah. But I'll just do it and then... 
I don't know. So well, a couple weeks ago now, I said that um, Leslie's attacker yes. was up for parole. Um, and today I found out that the board found the inmate parolable to the community. So does that mean he is getting out on parole? Yes. So he's not going to be released right away necessarily. There's like, you know, hoops to jump through. Mm-hmm. But he is getting out. Well, I hope so, one of those hoops is... Going back to jail or dying, maybe. Well, is, you know, <laughs> covered in fire. And yeah. he doesn't make it out of the hoop. Yeah. You know, like those circus lions yeah. jump through, but he's not a lion. He's a, he's a dopey old man. Yes. Anyways, lock your doors, close your blinds, trim your bushes around your door, and mm-hmm. never leave your house again. Yep, just stay in. And I mean, perfect thing to do in the winter. Yeah. Just don't leave. Perfect time. You never great. leave, uh, and everything's scary, and we're all dying. And everything's dying. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my uplifter for the day. Well, I but, just thought something else, but it's not an uplifter. But just, that, like, thoughts and prayers for Leslie, because that's very bad for her. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Love you, Leslie. Love you, Liz. Um, Shakira <laughs> got attacked by <gasps> wild boars. <laughs> where and how? Uh, I believe near her home. Where does she live? Uh, somewhere where boars live. I just saw the headline, did not read any further. Okay. I was like, I don't need this negativity in my day. Oh, my goodness. But I needed to share. The last person I thought Shakira I had to worry about was Shakira. Attacked by wild boars. So can't she just, like, Hip check She can shimmy. She can eat them. <laughs> Her hips don't lie. Her, they do not lie. They're full of truth only. The, the hips of truth. <laughs> the hips of truth. Yeah. Uh, well, that's... Okay. Stay away from boars. Stay away from boars. Interesting. Okay. So that's, that's all. That's really all I got. Uh, yeah, we're starting uh, Spooky October. Oh, yeah. Spooky October. Spooky, spooky. Um, and Clara got me some cat earrings. For I did. Spooky. And Penny's opening cabinets. Oh, that seems troubling. <laughs> she just opened that cabinet with her paw. Why did she do that? Is there her food in there? No. Oh, no? she wants to go <laughs> so in there. Edible. That's like Tupperware in there. She's like, well, maybe she needs a Tupperware. It needs to be discovered and explored for <laughs> she- the... 10,000th time. She needs some Tupperware. <laughs> Every time I open a drawer or a cupboard. What is she doing? Hold on. This is happening in real time. She's got something. <laughs> She's got something? She's definitely got something. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? That's great. What's I don't know. She's so weird. I'm very involved and I feel like we need to get a picture of this to post when we... <laughs> dishwasher So dirty. people are like, you know... What are oh. you talking about? Oh, She'll nothing. Go back in. She'll go back in. She's got nothing in her hands. I feel like you're not watching. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. What is she? Is it's it a Ziploc? Plastic baggies. Like, you know, you get at the grocery store. And then... Oh. Okay. Do you need something to carry your snacks? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need a bag. I need a bag Why right now. I'm helping. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Oh. Well, maybe, I, maybe it's in this one. <laughs> She's. Okay. She's crazy. She's she having Phoebe because Phoebe's downstairs. Oh, she's having a moment. She's like, I don't have anyone to MME. 
MMA, MMA style wrestle. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to try to destroy open, everything instead. Open cabinets. <laughs> See what's in there. Yeah. Okay, anyways, we're doing spooky October. Because it's, it's, spookiest. it's spooky. And it's October spooky. now. Happy October. Yoo-hoo. Officially spooky season. Spooky season is here. Pumpkins. Pumpkin. Are you going to carve a pumpkin? I don't know. I usually just will buy a pumpkin and like put yeah. it out and I love carving pumpkins. Yeah, they're cute. I just love pumpkins. Cute. Yep. So. Uh, okay, so you go first. Okay. So I, mine will actually be really short compared to last week where I was a doozy last week. Yeah. Apologies. In more, in more ways than one. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, so I am talking. I got carried away with research. I didn't have anything to do at work. So, <laughs> just she cut out the life story, the life story of every single victim <laughs> of John Wayne Gacy. I really did cut out like two pages. I believe you. I was a little nervous. I'm, I'm like taking no, a peek no, at the pages we're fine. today. We're fine. We're, we're yours is short. Yeah, mine is short. We didn't have anything to talk about. That's pretty fine. Everything's fine. Um, so I'm talking about seances. Seances, which is spooky. How you spookily contact the spooks. The spooks, the otherworldly spooks. <laughs> the otherworldly spooks. Um, so according to Wikipedia, um, a seance is an attempt to communicate with spirits. Ooh. Not the alcohol. Not the alcohol, no. Mm-hmm. Um, comes from the French word for session. Okay. Which the word seance is actually used like quite generally in France because it just means like session. Oh, oui. Um, but in English, it's English. <laughs> English. We English the heck English. out of it. <laughs> when we Americanized it, uh, we associated it with the ghosty ghosts Why? and talking to the spirits. Just because it's what we do. Because it sounded cool. Cool. Okay. Um, I'll say home. And I didn't know this, but there are four different activities when it comes to a seance, or like four different okay. ways you can perform a seance. I've never participated in one, so I'm here to learn. Me neither. <laughs> Um, so number one is a religious seance. Okay. Which uh, it's in the religion of spiritualism. Okay. Um, and the religion of divine metaphysics, um, which is a federally recognized religious branch out of spiritualism in the United States. Does that have to do with math? Uh, maybe. Physics. Numbers. Particles. <sighs> I'm out. Yeah. Well, I don't um, understand. It is generally a part of services to communicate with living personalities in the spirit world as a form of faith healing. Oh, so... Okay. So they get together. <laughs> is it like speaking in tongues and stuff? No, it's kind of like, you know, they get together and there's a medium and they're like... Well, there's still a medium. Okay. I'm talking a Hestia Bob. He's... <laughs> Is there a Bob in the office? He said he, said he tried to send an email. <laughs> he's not sure what he's doing. He he's, said he was told not to haunt the was, house, he but his email is shut down. Not to haunt. <laughs> he can't get into his Hotmail account. <laughs> he's having some issues. He cannot remember his password. <laughs> Can he can, help however, Bob? <laughs> book his flight for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> but ah, I get it. <laughs> Spirit oh, Airlines. Sorry. The choice of ghosts only. Yeah, <laughs> literally no the human. only the only person who the only thing that flies. Um, so the preferred term for spiritualist spiritualists don't like to call it seance because it's like got that weird 
not weird, but like a negative connotation sure. to it, um, is receiving messages. Okay, I do that on my beyond. phone all the time. Oh, no, no, not that. Yeah, the beyond. The beyond piece. I mean, I receive text messages all the time. Because uh, I'm very popular. <laughs> Are they living or are not they dead? I don't know. They're just texting me. I um, guess I've never asked. So this is actually done in a well-lit church or a camp by hmm. a ordained minister or medium. Okay. Interesting. And you know what? There's two camps that I found <gasps> that still exist today. Camp Spooky Spooksville? S- Spooky Spooksville. So we have Lilydale. We have chaos going on, too. There's a spring involved. Oh, springs. <laughs> oh, she's going to pounce. Lilydale. Oh, for some reason... <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Lilydale. Maybe person's name, though. Um, is located in the town of Pomfret in New York, which is southwest of Buffalo. Okay. So it's kind of like upstate, flow state. <laughs> is that the same thing? The or is that lower upstate? Different? I don't know. Okay. It's not like, because you think of like New York, you think of upstate New York as like the Buffalo area. Sure. Um, and then... So it's like south. New York, New York. It's like south, but it's not like towards the water. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. Upstate, low state. Follow. <laughs> so in the middle of New York. <laughs> <laughs> dead center. No, I'm kidding. That's not dead center. I didn't look it up. I okay. don't know. It um, truly doesn't matter. The population <laughs> of Lilydale is 275. <gasps> wow. But about 22,000. Thousand visitors come for classes, workshops, church services, mediumship demos, lectures, and private appointments with mediums. This sounds like a cult scenario. And they have an events calendar on their their website. So there's some events coming on. Uh, They're all done via Zoom. So you can, you know, zoom into the medium. (laughs) Okay. Get a Zoomy Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Reading. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Um, Sponsor us whatever car company that is. Mazda. <laughs> Mazda. <laughs> um, it was incorporated in 1879 as okay. a Casadaga Lake Free Association. Okay. Uh, and then changed its name in 1903 to the City of Light. <gasps> Nice. And then they're like, well, that's too precocious. Let's just call ourselves Lilydale. So a few years <laughs> later, they changed it to Lilydale. Okay. Um, and it is a camp and meeting place, palace, excuse me, Ooh. for spiritualists and free thinkers. So hmm. check them out. Lilydale. Lilydale. Lily. Lilydale. And then there is another camp. Which is known as the psychic capital of the world. Ooh, wait, called... let me guess. Where it is? Okay. Psychic capital. Is it in the states? Yes. It is somewhere weird. Like I've actually have no ideas. It's in North Dakota. <laughs> no, it's not no, there for sure. Not in North Dakota. It's called Camp Casadaga. Ooh, house dog. <laughs> There's just a dog that greets you. Hello. Hello. I'll be um, telling you your future. Or Welcome whatever. to Casa Daga. <laughs> this is my crib. <laughs> this is my dog house. This is my dog house. <laughs> um, it's in Florida. 
should have known. Our favorite state is we the 50 states. We love Florida. Of all 50. Of all 50. Um, God bless you. God bless you. It's uh, north of Orlando, but south of Daytona Beach. <laughs> so in the middle yet again. No, it's not in the middle. <laughs> I have it's two like, options. North, south, east, west, or middle. It's on the east inland not center middle no okay okay whatever it's yeah it's you you would drive <sighs> through it to go from orlando to daytona beach okay it's cool in the middle. <laughs> okay okay um okay. but it's not on the water it's not on the water no so it's in the middle so he's don't like water <laughs> i don't know i made that whatever. up i don't know if psychics <laughs> like water or not uh, no, they don't. Um, so that is kind of religious seances where it's more of like a religious experience. Okay. The next one is stage mediumship seances. Oh my goodness. It's a medium who claims to contact spirits of the dead or other spirits while on stage with an audience. My oh. question in reading this sentence, what are other spirits? Like Spirits. Don't you have to be dead in order to be a spirit? No, no. Angels and demons. But they did. No. I mean, depending on what you believe. Angels and demons aren't, well, depending on what you believe. (laughs) Sometimes they're not actual dead people. They're their own thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to hell, you're not a demon. You're tortured for the rest of your eternity. Oh. <laughs> but there's demons that torture you. They just play Baby Shark all over and over again. Yeah. Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Anyway, um, which I actually found out that that is one of the songs they play during Navy SEAL training. Oh, no. For if they get <laughs> captured and tortured. Uh-huh. <laughs> what if you were the inventor of Baby Shark? And you know that's how it's you being found used. that out? <laughs> Like, oh, no. Oh, no, that was not my intention. Uh, that's the old whoopsie poopsie. Um, and so this is actually the ones where you have, like, TV shows. Okay. Where there's the medium, and he's talking so, like, to an Long audience. Island medium? Kind of like Long Island medium, but if she had, like, an audience. So what's the difference between, or is there a difference between a seance and, like, Long Island medium where she's just like holds their hand and tells them that there's dead cousins happy with them. I mean, it's, it's kind of that is essentially it's a basically, a, it's okay. basically a seance. A seance is any sort of connection to okay. the spirit so world. So she's just doing small time seances. She's doing I've really never actually seen it, but. Teeny time. Um, <laughs> okay. But there is a show that was on in the 2000s called Crossing Over with John Edwards. Oh, I've heard of it. Um, where he was like in the middle of a like an auditorium basically okay. and would like shout out things and be like I'm getting a you know I'm seeing a pa a pa <laughs> a pa and, and then like, someone would be like you mean Paul? <laughs> he's right yes, here a Paul a Paul and Paul was your br- you my brother my brother-in-law <laughs> yes your brother-in-law Paul he's he says dead. hello <laughs> And then everyone would be like, oh, my God. Uh, okay, okay. They mock it incessantly on South Park, which is well, hysterical. Yeah. It seems like it should be mocked. And um, also on Saturday Night Live, too. Okay. So that's kind of stage mediumship seances. Okay. Um, these are the ones that are normally, like, 
kind of bunked really easily. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, you just were saying, you know, letters. Or and... debunked. Yeah. Debunked. Debunked by bunk. Is bunk the opposite of debunk? <laughs> I'm just thinking of bunk from the wire. Could be debunking things left and right. <laughs> You've been bunked. <laughs> anyway, um, anyone who listens to this and watch The Wire will know that that was an incorrect. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't watch it. You're fine. And then there is leader-assisted seances. So these are like okay, the small group seances. Okay. Where, have you seen the movie Ghost? No. Okay. Well, anyway. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze <laughs> is a ghost. Oh, he's a ghost. Spoilies. Spoiler, he's a ghost. Spoilers he on dies. the 40-year-old movie. <laughs> Rude. Spoiler. He dies and is a ghost. Does it um, make sense? But how he, like, um, comes to, like, talk to Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg's Whoopi. character. Okay. Her name's Oda May. She's conducting a small leader-assisted seance with, like, a okay. small group. And, you know, that's the ones where you see, like, you know, the table shakes yeah. or, like, they yeah, have yeah, their yeah, hands yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're, you know, um, again, those are also normally, like, debunked. But bunk. Not bunked. Not bunked. Um, the medium will go into a trance-like state mm-hmm. sometimes and will allow the spirit to communicate through his or her body. Okay. So she's, like, does a weird voice and it's Uncle Tom. Yeah. Or it'll be, like, okay. it'll be, like. Hello, Clara. Oh, it's me. You're looking right at me. <laughs> Frank. Frank! Not again! <laughs> Not again! You go back, Frank! <laughs> Frank, I don't want to hear from you. Frank, you go, no! <laughs> Frank, the nerve! The, the afterlife nerve! <laughs> you just can't leave me alone! <laughs> Frank, get over me! Why are you so obsessed with me, Frank? Frank! <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the leader-assisted seance. And okay. then there is informal social seances. Okay. You know, the party seance. Yeah, that's um, the one I think of. Which is popular in the occult. Good. The occult does a lot of, <laughs> Great. you know, informal seances. Okay. Like, hey, we want a seance. Sure. Um, Set it up. <laughs> it's uh, basically conducting a seance without any religious context or a leader. Basically, like, I want to okay. talk to dead people. Sure. Um, a planchette. Or a Ouija board yeah, may be used. Okay. And then I started kind of like going down the path of like mm-hmm. Ouija board. And I'm like, wait, stop. That's what I'm doing. Take it back now, y'all. <laughs> and I stopped. So that's essentially the four <laughs> different it. types. That's it. Um, no. And so that's the end of my story. That's it. Come on. Um, no. And what I have is I have three Ooh. like seance stories. Okay. So the first one is a seance gone wrong inspired the movie The Conjuring. Oh, okay. Um, so in 1971, Perrin, this woman named Perrin, I don't know what her first name is because I didn't write it down. Oh, Andrea. Andrea. Uh, Andrea and her family moved to a house in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Okay. And they soon discovered that the house was filled with spirits who hadn't yet passed on due to continuous unexplained phenomena happening. Ooh, have you seen that one Nicole Kidman movie? The Others? Yeah. Ooh, it's like that. Kind of. Yeah. Um, scared for their lives. Uh, the Perrin family called, excuse me, upon <laughs> paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren for help. Yep. Yeah. And they promised to help try to get the spirits out of the house. Nice. When a medium performed a seance, it went dreadfully wrong. Oh, no. Uh, she summoned a spirit. 
it went wrong. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what could go wrong? Do you already have ghosts living in your house? What else could go wrong? It went wrong. Uh, there was a snafu. <laughs> a, the, the old technical snafu there was a, of the ghost there conjuring. Was, there was some technical difficulties <laughs> with seance. Some wires got crossed. Mm. Okay, tell me about it. Fred's back again. <laughs> Fred! We don't need him. You again. Um, She summoned a spirit that went after her mom, Carolyn. Okay. Basically was throwing around the throwing her around the house with such force that she sustained a concussion. Ouch, <gasps> kebabs. And parents said it was the most terrifying night of my life. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, that's so... What? Was she having a seizure? I need answers. I, I, that's, this is what I have for you. Okay. Um, after the seance, the family no longer experienced severe supernatural events. Oh, so it worked. So basically, you just had one really aggro spirit that just needed to throw some things around. And mm-hmm. Then he was like, okay, spirits, let Fine, us Fine, I'll go. Fine. Fine, I'll leave. Fine, I'll go. Ah, I'm going to throw you around a little bit. <laughs> I think they do a seance in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. What I call it? The Others? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I was, like, I was like, The Conjuring? So anyway, the movie The Conjuring is about... Oh. The... The movie The Others. <laughs> it's about the movie The Others. It's a movie about a movie. Okay, sorry. Um, this one I thought was really Ooh. funny. Kind of. Uh, fake seance got too real. Uh-oh. Um, Bradford angers a magician store employee... Okay. And a psychology student okay. got more than he bargained for when a customer paid him $100 to perform a fake seance complete with sound and visuals. Okay. Um, with the aid of a partner, Bradford set out to create an entirely fabricated seance that appeared real. Uh, he pulled it off without a hitch with disembodied voices speaking predictions about the attendees' loved ones. And then a mist that formed in the center of the table. Ooh, spooky. Like, super spooky. Yeah. Like, grade A. How did he do that? Awesomeness. So, once it was over, and he goes, thank you all for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you don't, good night. don't touch the medium. Um, <laughs> once it was over, he went... <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> he went to help his partner disconnect all the, you know... The smoke machine. The dry ice. The, you know, get the dry <laughs> yeah. ice out of there, you know. Um, turn off the microphones. Yeah. Um, he found his partner and the equipment <gasps> had been locked outside the entire time. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever happened during the seance it had real? nothing to do with what they'd set up. Oh, my God. Or what they'd That's planned. the best twist of all time. I know. That was so good. Um, and then the last one I have is called Britain's Last Witch. Okay. Extra spooky. I'm on board. I love, you know I love the Brits. We love the Brits. <coughs> in 1941, psychic Helen Duncan was approached by a mother looking for news of her son, who was a soldier in the British Royal Navy. Duncan held a seance to conjure up any spirits with news of the man, and was revealed that the young man had been lost in the sinking of the battleship HMS Barham. Problem. Uh-oh. The ship's sinking had not been revealed to the public <gasps> yet <gasps> to prevent a loss of morale in the difficult days of World War II. Oh my gosh, that's good. So, like, the public didn't know that the ship had sank. Ooh, I like that. Um, I mean, I don't. But she was like, yeah, he died in this ship. Yeah. Sank. 
among the people at the seance were two lieutenants of the Navy. So that's what? what they were like. Huh? You're like, How can, does she know that? Can confirm, but what? What? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> uh, they were immediately suspicious of Sus. Helen, uh, prompting two undercover police Ooh. officers to attend another seance. She's a spy. Um, the officers promptly detained her, and Duncan was tried under Section 4 of the Witchcraft Act of 1735. I'm sorry, this is in 1941? 1941, we tried <laughs> witches! sorry. What? Which forbade deceitful spiritual activity. 1941. 1941. She's a witch! She got arrested for being a witch. For being a witch. What? Um, <laughs> she was the okay. last person to be tried for witchcraft before the act's repeal and get this 1951 uh, that's too late it's too late that's too late from the 1700s from the 1700s england UK. had a witchcraft get it together king george iii you could we could have done it together we could have stopped it together he would have he would have if i was there i mean maybe he'll be big <laughs> In a seance. Oh my god, we had to have a seance. <laughs> King okay, George. We're, going, we're going to London and we're having a seance okay. to speak to King George. And need, I just need to tell him I love him. We need to talk to him <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it's urgent news. I love you. <laughs> okay, bye. Get out of here, Henry VIII. Nobody asked for Henry you. VIII. Nobody asked for you to be here. <laughs> Nobody cares about you. Elizabeth the first, go away. Be cuter and sing better. <laughs> <laughs> so that is what I have about a little bit about oh, seances and I like some it. I like it. I like it. exciting Sorry. world of seance. I love it. Okay. All right. So I'm talking about the Ouija board. Ouija. Ouija board. I always thought it was a Ouija. A Ouija. <clears throat> Ouija. But That's it, how it's spelled. It's Ouija. Could possibly be uh, said that way. But not here. Not for me. Not we G, baby. We G. Okay. Headphones are coming out. <laughs> I know. Well, I was just going to maybe check back ah. every once in a while. Okay. So, um, I think literally everybody knows uh, what a Ouija board is. Ouija. Um, it's like a flat board <laughs> marked with the letters of the alphabet, numbers, zero through nine, the words yes, no, and sometimes hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You use like a small, it's called a planchette, which you mentioned, uh-huh. is like the little thing that shows you what letter you're going over mm-hmm. to spell out the messages um, while you're using the board. So I'm going to go into the history of it a little bit and yeah. then tell some spooky stories. Spooky stories. Okay, so there's this man called Robert Murch. Um, he is a Ouija historian. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And he's been researching the story of the board for the last 30 years, which is just an insane That is dedication move. to the craft. It's insane. That is dedication. God bless him, because now we can do a podcast on it. So yeah. um, he said that when he started his research, no one really knew anything about the origins of the board, which he said struck him as kind of odd because it's like such an iconic thing Mm -hmm. um and it strikes both fear and wonder in the american culture like how can no one know where it came from so anyways he was like i'll do it (laughs) and he researched it so um 
basically everything is from his research, which is kind of weird because it's just one guy. Mm-hmm. But whatever. We're taking his word for it, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so. Tell us all about it, Mr. Merch. (laughs) A lot's still unknown about the origins, but what we do know is that in 1886, um, a news story in the Associated Press references a new talking board. Um, Apparently, a man called Charles Kennard from Charles, no, Chestertown, Maryland, he claims he invented the board um, and he asked. The guy that he worked right next to, E.C. Rake, mm. to make a few. I guess the guy was like a cabinet and coffin maker. <laughs> He's a woodworker is what uh. it should have said, but it got too specific. So, yeah, it's like, mm. Anyways, um, he, so he makes one, and Charles is like, thanks, bro. See you later. And he took them, um, and he, like, went on to make a business from there. Mm-hmm. Um, E.C. Reich says that he was in on the idea, and Charles just kind of, like, Took it and ran. Kids Yeah, didn't like really give him credit, so we don't really know. Anyways, but it was in 1886, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1890, Charles takes the board to Baltimore. Um, he gets a couple investors, one of which is a lawyer. Um, I forget his name. I didn't write it down, but the lawyer, have a lawyer. <laughs> the lawyer has a sister-in-law that's a quote-unquote strong medium. Oh. Which seems like an oxymoron to me. It's like a medium large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like which one is it? A schmedium? Yeah. A schmedium. Okay, so she's a schmedium. Um, and, uh, oh, her name is, I wrote down her name. Her name is Helen Peters. <laughs> I'm sorry, this reminded me of a joke. <coughs> Tell me it. Um, what do you call a... Um... <coughs> Hold on, I gotta get this right. Um, what do you call... A, a medium. A clairvoyant little person who's on the run. Oh, I don't know. A small medium at large. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good but one. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, okay. I told you I had to get it right. No, you nailed it. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So she's a strong medium. Eh. Large medium at small. That's small because she's not on the run. Oh, she is. Anyways, so um, they are, he's, they're all hanging out. <laughs> and Helen Peters, she's like, cool, this thing's going to work. So she asks the board um, what it would like to be called, and it spells out O U I J A. O U J A. O U J A. And they're like, nice. To meet you, Mr. Ouija. Nice to um, meet you. What does can it mean? We, can we say it Ouija? <laughs> May we call you Mr. Ouija? Um, and they're like, what does it mean? And it spells out good luck. So it's <laughs> Liam Neeson, basically. That. Um, so it's <laughs> good luck. Um, fun fact, the building that this happened in is still there. And it's a super spooky 7-Eleven. <laughs> So next the Snoopies are haunted. <laughs> next time you're in Baltimore, go to all the 7-Elevens. Okay. It's probably so, one of them. It's got to be one of them. <laughs> Do not know when this article was written. Didn't look. Okay, so Charles is like, tight. <laughs> uh, this is going to be great. So he goes for a patent. Um, and the patent office was like, um, like you have to prove it works mm. for a patent. Yeah. On it, right? So... Um, 
one guy, he was like, I'm not going to look like an idiot. I'm not doing it. And so eventually they get the chief clerk, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And he says, if that contrap- contraption can spell my name, then you've got your patent. And it did. Of course it did. <laughs> um, which allegedly they didn't know this guy. He was just, they didn't know him from Adam. And so yeah. it spelled his name or whatever. So the chief clerk, he was like visibly shaken. And he was like, okay, okay. <laughs> like you've got your patent. <laughs> okay, here's your patent. <laughs> so Charles Ken- Kennard, Kennard um, and a few investors, um, they opened the Kennard Novelty Company, mm-hmm. and in 1891, the, quote, Ouija, the wonderful talking board, hit the stores for a dollar fifty. Just a dollar fifty? Which is $45 today. That's a lot for a Ouija board. What? You gotta talk to the spirits. Ah, it's true. Okay, so... Fred, the- get out of here. Fred, I'm sick of you. So, <clears throat> the first patent doesn't explain how it works, right? Um, but just, just that, that it, it does. does. Exactly. <laughs> and the vagueness and the mystery around it, it like it worked. Mm-hmm. So um, a toy and novelty shop described a magical device that answered questions, quote, about the past, present, and future with marvelous accuracy and promised never failing amusement and recreation for all classes. A link, quote, between the known and unknown and the material and immaterial. Another advertisement in the New York newspaper declared it, quote, interesting and mysterious and testified as proven at patent office before it was allowed. Um, And it was marketed as uh, both mystical oracle and as family entertainment. Fun with an element of Otherworldly excitement. Ooh, Ooh the other one. It's a good family activity. Um, so the thing was a moneymaker, and everybody loved it. Dollar dollar bills, y'all, and some quarters. And some quarters, dollar uh, fifty. Everybody loved it except for the mediums <laughs> in your seance story, <laughs> because like it basically cut out the middleman. Like, yeah. who needs medium? Go straight to the spirit. I've got a Ouija board. I'll okay. talk to him directly. Yeah. Straight, so, to, straight to the source. Yeah. And um, the board would find its greatest popularity in uncertain times when people um, hold fast in belief and look for answers just mm. about anywhere, especially mm-hmm. like cheap DIY products. Like ultimately you could make it yourself. Yeah. Um, and it like regained popularity in the 10s and 20s during World War One. Um, during the Great Depression, the company got so many orders, they had to open new factories to meet demands for the board. Wow. Like, nobody had money, and they're opening new factories. Wow. It's incredible. And the five months in, in five months in 19, nine, no, 1944, so during World War II, uh-huh. a single store in New York sold 50,000. What? Boards. In 1967, the Parker Brothers bought the game. Heard of them? <laughs> um, it's not familiar. And, like, this is when people are being drafted for Vietnam, and they sold over 2 million boards that year. So, basically, people would, like, write letters to their loved ones in all of these um, scenarios mm-hmm. and wouldn't hear anything back. Like, mm. And so, they're like, well, I can immediately find out by asking this Ouija board, like, my husband went away to war. Why didn't he come back? And yeah. they would get an answer. Don't do that in Britain. You'll be con- doomed as a witch. <laughs> yeah, in 1941. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
So anyways, um, it also had a love connection. Love connection <laughs> with the Ouija. Because during this day and age, like when it first got popular at the turn of the century, you weren't supposed to be like alone with someone of the opposite sex. And of course, you weren't like able to have like contact with them, like touch them or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Ouija board had specific instructions to use with two people. A lady and gentleman was preferred. And because of the size of the planchette, like, you have to touch your fingers. <gasps> and so, like, yeah. guys were just buying it for women all over the place. Hey, baby, want a Ouija? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. It's romance. Let's Ouija. Let's Ouija. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. Don't but, be confused with let's squeegee because that could end just badly. Cleaning windows? Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, so, um, but there were strange stories in the newspaper. Um, The New York Times reported that a Chicago woman being sent, uh, she was being sent to a psychiatric hospital, tried to explain to doctors that she wasn't suffering from mania, but the Ouija spirits had told her to leave her mother's dead body in the living room for 15 days before burying it in her backyard. Right, 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 right. Oh, whoops. Turns out it might be a psychiatric break. Yeah. In 1930, newspaper uh, readers... Uh, uh, I might have copied and pasted this wrong. <laughs> Something about... Uh, there was accounts of two women in Buffalo, New York, who'd murdered another woman, supposedly on the encouragement of the Ouija board messages. Uh-huh. Doubt it. Yeah. In 1941, they just didn't like her. They didn't like her. Helen. She slept with one of their husbands. In 1941. That scoundrel, Helen. (laughs) Helen, you dog. In 1941, a 23 year old gas station attendant from New Jersey told the New York Times that he had joined the army because a Ouija board told him to. In 1958, a Connecticut court decided not to honor the, quote, Ouija board will. (laughs) <laughs> of Miss Helen Dalpack, who left only a thousand dollars to two former servants and an insane one hundred fifty-two thousand, one hundred fifty. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah, thousand to Mr. John Gill's Forbes, uh, a lucky but bodiless spirit who'd contacted her via the Ouija board. <laughs> Why do you need to leave money to a spirit? Yeah, he did. Helen, it is Helen. Helen, <laughs> you scoundrel. In 1920, uh, the National Wire Services reported that would-be crime solvers uh, were turning to their Ouija boards for clues Mm. in mysterious murders of um, a specific New York City gambler. I don't know why he's bad. He probably killed people. Probably part of the mafia. Yeah. Um, But other than some light crime solving... And excuses for mental slips and killing people you don't like. Um, the board was mostly used for, like, sometimes fun, sometimes hope, like, you're missing, you know, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes for connections um, to lost loved ones. That is, until 1973, when the Exorcist movie was released. Ooh. So in this movie, which I've never seen, but it infers that the little girl uses the board and then becomes possessed by a demon. And this idea that the Ouija board is connected to demonic possessions took off and just terrified America. 
almost was that during like the satanic panic or ooh probably yeah in the 70s i'd imagine mm-hmm. so almost overnight it became a tool of the devil mm. and it began popping up in scary movies and usually opening a door to evil spirits hellbent on ripping apart like usually like college-age students pesky college students. they're the ones that are always in trouble typical college students <laughs> but hasbro who had bought Parker Brothers in 1991. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they still sold hundreds of thousands of these boards. Um, but the reason why people were buying them had changed significantly. Mm-hmm. Like they were now spooky and fun instead with like a little bit of danger. Could you just of like imagine spiritual. people that are like part of the occult or like something like walking through a Toys R Us? I know. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> it's like to could, get to the Ouija board. It's like, how far off was the eight ball uh, from being this yeah. weird thing? I mean, it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's it's like, ooh, Barbies. No, I'm sorry. I'm part of the occult. <laughs> Don't play with Barbies. Sorry, not Barbies. I need, okay. I need your Ouija board. <laughs> so now I have some stories ooh. of Ouija boards. Ouija. As well. One of which is... One of my best friends for like the last since I don't know the last four hundred years. Um, Paige, not me, not you, Paige. <laughs> Paige. I talked about it before. Paige, her dad and his high school girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know the high school girlfriend's name, but um, her parents had gone out of town mm-hmm. for a ski weekend. Okay, um, and so the girlfriend she. Um, Threw a party at her house because it was over the weekend. She was like, woo, we're in high school. Let's party. And so they were all hanging out, like messing with the Ouija board, of course. That's what you do. I don't know how old they are. 70s, 60s, maybe 70s. Anyways, Mm. um, it's what you did. Yeah. And so she was like a little bit nervous that her parents were going to come home early Mm. and they were going to catch her having a party which Mm -hmm. obviously she wasn't allowed to do and so she asked the Ouija board um when are my parents coming home and it spelled out they're not and then they died in a car accident on the way home I'm sorry what (laughs) this is true story like I know and trust Dave Paige's dad isn't that insane that's Oh, I don't like it. I don't either. I really don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, so now we go to Reddit where there's fake stories. <laughs> now we go to Reddit. <laughs> uh, so I don't have any connection to these people, and they're probably fake. But, and they're not that scary. I was, like, trying to find really scary ones. They're, like, Paige's dad has more scary story than... Yeah, yeah that one, definitely. <laughs> that, okay. That wins. <laughs> so this is from Tammy in Holly Tammy. Springs, North Carolina. <laughs> Go, Tam. She says, my sister and I messed around with the Ouija board a few times when we were teenagers. Every time we used the board, we seemed to, quote, communicate with the same spirit named Ed. Ed? <laughs> you related to Fred. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the same guy. Get out of here. Don't change your name. <laughs> we're on to you, Fred. We still know who you are. <clears throat> um, anyways, Ed constantly threatened our younger brother during the sessions. <gasps> Rude. French for seance. Wait, other way around. 
even though our brother, who was four or five at the time, was nowhere near us. It scared us so much that we threw off the board. We never mentioned a word of this to our brother. A few years later, our brother brought home a friend's Ouija board. And after um, he and his friend used it a few times, he told us he was a little bit freaked out because a spirit named Ed kept threatening him. Really? What? Our mother banned the Ouija board from the house after that incident. Um, my brother is adopted from South Africa. This is a different story. Oh, not Tammy. Uh, this is from Carolingian Empire from Reddit. (laughs) Coming in? I have no idea. Carolingian Empire. It's all one. Oh, okay. It's like a username. Ah. Okay, so my brother is adopted from South Africa. The hospital intake examination found that he was a newborn, so his official birthday is March 27th, 2001, the day that they found him and brought him to the hospital. Okay. That's what's all on, on all his records, his birth certificate, whatever, and the day we celebrate. Uh-huh. But it's entirely possible that he could have been a day or even two days old when they found him. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's me and six other girls, and we're doing silly teenage girl things with a Ouija board. (laughs) I thought it would be cool to ask uh, what my brother's real birthday is and to make sure the results weren't skewed. I took my hand off the planchette and stepped away from the board um, and had the other girls ask, what is Carolyn's brother's birthday? (laughs) They don't even know his name. Um, They knew my brother was... They don't care. (laughs) They don't care. It's none of their business. They knew my brother was adopted, but they didn't know the whole backstory about his birth date being somewhat fuzzy. And there's no way they could have known that he was brought to a hospital on March 27th, 2001. Mm -hmm. Their fingers were on the planchette, and it moved to the numbers 3-26-2001. March 26th, 2001. It's completely plausible, plausible that he was born on the 26th and found on the 27th. I still get kind of weirded out. Um, when I think about that, maybe it's just a coincidence, but friggin' weird and the possible and possibly the exact date of birth of a baby born in South Africa and adopted by a family that lived in DC showed up on a Ouija board at a summer camp in New Hampshire. Uh, crazy, right? Right. (laughs) Not that crazy. Okay. So how does the board actually work? If it's not spirits. This might just be like you taking the fun out of it, but. I read this, so I'm not going to answer so you can tell me. Okay. So Ouija boards work on a principle known um, as. I said their names and their background. I'm not sure why. Oh, the ideometer effect. Um, In 1852, physician and psychologist William Benjamin Carpenter published a report for the Royal Institute of Great Great Britain examining examining automatic muscular movements that take place without conscious will or volition of the individual. Mm -hmm. So basically, the subconscious mind of the user is moving the planchette as a non-conscious movement and spelling things out mm. uh, from the other side, yeah. AKA deep in their mind palace. Yes. Um, and it can generate very strong impressions that the movement is being caused by some outside agency, but it's not. And the thing about the planchette too, is it like a lot of times nowadays it'll have like felt on it. So oh, it moves yeah. really, really easily. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like, 
you're pushing it basically, mm-hmm. but subconsciously you are. Mm-hmm. And um, an experiment involving Luigi playing a robot. Um, a robot? I thought was really interesting. Participants were told that they were playing with a person in another room via teleconferencing. The How do you do a teleconference with a Ouija? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm not sure. The study is flawed. But the robot, they were told, mimic the movements of the other person. So, like, the robot was mimicking what you were doing, I think. Okay. In actuality, the robot's movement simply... No. Well, that doesn't make sense. Whatever. You figure it out yourself. <laughs> In addition, I can't. the robot's movement simply amplified the participant. Oh, they thought it was a real person, though. Uh. So they were thinking the robot was doing their own thing, mm-hmm. but really it was mimicking the person. Oh, got it. So, <clears throat> um, so basically, they the people thought that whatever. Sounds <laughs> oh, no, I'm very doing confusing, this. I'm and I don't bad. understand why. Okay, the robot's movement simply amplified the participants' motions, and the person in the other room was just a ruse. Um, a way to get the participants to think that they weren't in control. So they were asked a series of yes or no fact-based questions. For mm-hmm. example, is Buenos Aires the capital of Brazil? Where were the 2000 Olympics held? Or were the 2000 Olympics held in, in Sydney? Um, and they expected uh, the Ouija board to answer, basically. So mm-hmm. what the team found was that when participants participants were asked verbally to guess the answers to the best of their ability without the Ouija board... Mm-hmm. They were only right about 50% of the time, um, which is a typical result for guessing. But when they answered using the board, believing that the answers were coming from someplace else, they answered correctly up to 65% of the time, Ooh. which was, I mean, that's a huge increase. Like, mm-hmm. so um, it was so dramatic that we couldn't believe it. The implication was that one's non conscious was a lot smarter than anyone knew smarter than your conscious i guess um ubc's experiment showed that the ouija board could be a very uh useful tool in investigating non-conscious thought processes Mm. and even like um they're thinking that they could use something kind of along those lines to um catch alzheimer's before you even notice it which i thought was very interesting that is interesting yeah um, but anyways, uh, don't mess around with the Ouija board just in case it predicts your parents' deaths when you're having a party at your yeah. house when you're not supposed to. Um, but it's not real also, but it might be. Yeah. I actually read a, when I was going down the rabbit hole uh-huh. of, um, Ouija boards and then had to stop myself because I made <laughs> Yeah. Um, I read one where it was, this person was, you know, futzing around with the Ouija board <clears throat> and they where they said tell me something that's going to happen yeah like in the future like in the future and like mm-hmm. the current future and current future current future <laughs> strong medium strong medium <laughs> um small medium at large um <laughs> so they were doing it and then it showed like di di oh, di yes that was then, one of mine that i had another uh, one, but i didn't read it the it words die 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 and then they're like what <clears throat> Do you want me to read it? I have it. Oh, you have it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So it says, I messed around with Ouija in in pairs and solo for a period of about two years. Experienced a lot of strange stuff. Now, my craziest story, swear it's true. (laughs) Swear. No, it's not true. Happened in 1997. 
One day, I challenged the board and said, give me something independent to verify all the information um, that it was giving me. Predict a news event. Tell me something that's going to happen. It's And it starts moving uh, strange, like it's having a hard time mm-hmm. telling us something. So... And then they say, I'm paraphrasing here since it was a long time ago, but the exchange went something like this. D-I-D-I-E, D-I-D-I-E, D-I-D-I-E. I'm like, whoa, something nasty here telling telling me to die. Princess. Rude. And then it spells out princess die, die. Princess D-I-D-I-E. Um, Princess Di at the time was young and vital, so of course I'm skeptical. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she dies. How does this happen? It spells out car accident. Yeah, right, like a princess could get killed in a car accident. Where's this car accident? It spells out Paris. Yeah, right, what's the Princess of Wales doing in Paris? First of all, crack a map because they're not that far. Um, But, okay, so when is this going to happen? And it spells out Ohio. I had a trip to Ohio planned in the coming weeks, so sure, whatever. Princess Di will die in a car crash in Paris while I'm in Ohio. Yeah, right. Um, so I go to Ohio and nothing happens. I forget about it. Just one of those weird Ouija sessions. <laughs> this is a that, weird Ouija. That happens every once in a while. <clears throat> Months or so later, I'm in Ohio again, and I come out of the living room, and everyone's watching the TV, glued to the news report. What? I ask. Princess Di killed in an accident? I was stunned. That's, dun, from, dun. that's from Throwaway Ouija from Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read that one and I was like, what? <laughs> spooky. Spooky, spooky. Okay. Spooks. On this day? Yeah. Can we go first? Sure. Okay. So I have in 1789. Yeah, girl. The women of Paris march on Versailles <gasps> oui. to confront Louis the Sixteenth. Ooh, that's a big one. Um, it's in Roman numerals. I know. Too, so I, I had to tell. read it. Um, about his refusal to promul- promulgate. <laughs> okay. The decree sounds important <laughs> on the abolition of feudalism, demand bread, and have the king's court moved to Paris. So women. Uh, march because they wanted bread. Apparently they wanted to get that wanted, bread. I mean, relatable. I'm here I would for it. I would march. I'd be for the first bread. one in line. Sourdough. Any kind. Yeah. <laughs> Sourdough, we won't go. Sourdough, we will not go. We will not go. <laughs> this, yeah. um, and then have the King's Court move to Paris from Versailles. Uh, 1905, Orville and Wilbur Wright. Yeah. Flyer 3 flight. Right, Flyer 3. Uh, 1916. Uh, Adolf no, wait. Hit- you didn't finish that one. Oh, I didn't? They pilot the right Flyer 3 in a new world record, um, flying 24 miles in 39 minutes. I miss that. Thank you, Claire. For the, <laughs> You're welcome. For playing... For the backup. For playing cleanup. <laughs> um, 1916, Adolf Hitler was wounded during the Battle of the Somme. Um, which... What a different world it would have been. <sighs> yeah. How do you just, you know... Been wounded harder. Been wounded harder. <laughs> Maybe like really wounded. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 1947, Harry mm-hmm. Truman makes the first presidential address televised from the White House. The Oval. The Oval. The uh, Oval. The Oval. <laughs> uh, 1953, the first documented Narcotics Anonymous meeting was Oh, held. okay. Uh, Congrats. N- Mazel. <laughs> um... <laughs> Is that a mazel? We, need, we might need to figure out what mazel means. I don't know. <laughs> Is 
to just congratulations because that's how we use it. That's how I use it. Karen. Miles. Oh, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, 1970, PBS becomes a U.S. television network. Nice. I love a PBS. Um, 2001, Robert Stevens becomes the first victim of the 2001 anthrax attacks. Oh, spooky. Uh, that was a weird time. That was a weird time. My parents didn't want to open mail. I didn't want to open mail. Like, I don't either because they're just bills. I don't. Now I just don't like opening mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ugh. Um... 2003, Chicago Cubs won their first postseason series since the 1908 World Series. Oh, congrats. They wouldn't win the World Series for another, you know. Until like last year. Until like three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 2005, the book Twilight is published. Oh, good. Bringing everybody to Forks. Right. We were just there. We were just at Forks. (laughs) Cranky bunch of people. Oh, yeah. They were not <laughs> happy waitresses. No. Um, didn't even want to ask a question. No, I was scared to ask. A, terrified. scared to not know what question she was going to ask me. I was terrified to ask she what the difference like, between the chicken fried steak and the chicken fried steak bowl was. It's not worth asking. No, nope. Um, 2017, the New York Times published an, the investigation into sexual harassment behavior by... Harvey Weinstein. Big baddie. Big baddie. He's a big baddie. In 2018, this is my absolute favorite one. This is my favorite thing (laughs) that has happened. This is only three years ago. Um, Banksy, artist (gasps) from I want to do a whole episode on him. Um, His work called uh, Girl with Balloon. Yeah. So he was selling it at auction. Uh And it was a framed photo of his, you know, girl with the red balloon. Sure. Um, automatically shreds yes, after being sold for one million pounds. <laughs> so like they hit the gavel, said sold, oh, and then all of a sudden they just hear, that's and then the photo shreds halfway through. Yes. Which, because now it is a new work of art. Oh, funny. it is sold again. Oh no! And re- at the same auction. At the same auction, <laughs> right after. Like, someone comes up and, like, changes out the sign. <laughs> Shredded girl with balloon. It's sold again, renamed Love is in the Bin. Oh, my gosh. Which so. leads me to, like, two days ago. Do you want to tell that story of the yes. take the money and run? So, um, <laughs> there's this Dutch artist who was given, like, $84,000 to recreate one of his earlier works for this museum. Uh-huh. And he was like, whatever. So he gives the museum two blank canvases <laughs> and he titles the work Take the Money and Run, <laughs> which I think is just brilliant. And he got the money and he, he got didn't the do money. anything. He's like, he's like, I, it's art. God bless him. God bless. Anything's art. <sighs> Love the art world. <laughs> so strange. Okay, I had a couple more. In 1962, the first James Bond film. Dr. No had its worldwide premiere. Same year, 1962, the Beatles released their first single in the UK, Love Me Do. Love Me Do. In 1989, the Dalai Lama won the Nobel Peace Prize for shunning violence and seeking liberation from China and his Himalayan nation through peaceful means. Not to be confused with the Dalai Lama. No, never. Just serves great sandwiches. Extra hands. <laughs> <laughs> in 1994, 
48 members of the Order of the Solar Tradition cult committed suicide to escape <gasps> the hypocrisies and oppression of the world. I've never heard of this cult. Ooh, really? No. Oh, okay. Mm. Cults January. Cults are coming back, people. <laughs> Join the cult. Tell two friends. Tell two friends. That in a while. Oh, do you love an MLM? <sighs> okay, death. Death. I just have Steve Jerbs. Steve Jerbs. Um, I have him. I have Charles Cornwallis in 1805. Sure. He was the leading British general in the American War of Independence. So if the tables were flipped and uh-huh. it was instead of, you know, here comes a general <laughs> as, you know, yeah, George Washington, George. it would be Cornwallis. Okay. Um, that doesn't have the same ring to no. it. Cornwallis. Here comes the Cornwallis. <laughs> um, 1818, Abraham Lincoln's mom, Nancy. Oh, that's she cute. R. I. P. She may. Uh, 1983, Earl Tupper. Oh, good. Tupperware? He invented Tupperware. <laughs> Tupper? I hardly know her. The OG MLM. Come to find oh, out. Oh, nice. Did nice, not nice, know nice. Tupperware was an MLM, oh, but yeah. here we go. Didn't your mom go to Tupperware parties here? Yes. Yeah. Ah, sorry for it. Mini ones, you know, the keychains? <laughs> yeah. No, like, keychains. Keychains? Yeah, they make little keychains. What are you supposed <gasps> to put in it? You get them as, like, gifts if you go to the party. And uh, if you win. And she's if you win? What do you, is like, there a contest? I have questions. Well, I have so many I questions. Mean, like, all those types of things have. Yeah. Things. Yeah, that's true. Incentive. She's like, I don't know what the hell is here. Like, you can have nothing, you know? like, Sweet. Does it open? Can you put grindle. things in it? That's a full grindle. I feel like, I feel like Happy birthday. You know what you'd keep in a small, tiny Tupperware as a keychain? Coins. Drugs. Oh. <laughs> We're on different. No one would suspect. No one would suspect. I was thinking chopstick. Coin drugs. Purse. Okay. In a tiny yeah. Tupperware But the thing is, they're see-through. Well, no, no, they're, they're frosted. Oh, maybe. Mm. It's oregano. Oregano. Officer. Mm. <laughs> Need a little bit of spice. Okay, um, Mr. Tupperware. Mr. Tupperware. And then in 2004, Rod, Rod, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. From Caddyshack. Remember that old guy in Caddyshack? Have you seen Caddyshack? I've heard of all these things. Oh, boy. <laughs> Never mind. That doesn't mean I out in a crowd ah, moving on birthday happy birthday first and foremost my dad happy <gasps> birthday dad oh, happy birthday, Paul. <laughs> happy happy birthday. birthday. Paul. i told you he'd Paul. come back later he doesn't listen to this but my mom will tell him happy birthday dad love ya no paul bring back the mustache (laughs) no (laughs) please i mean he looks handsome either way he's a paul okay he's a paul (laughs) yeah connie does know paul um is that why he got rid of the mustache (laughs) (laughs) i don't know no he's like i'm tired of shaving every morning okay in 1943 also, hometown friend Steve Miller. Steve Miller Band. Yeah. yeah. He's got a boat uh, here. I saw it this summer. 1950, John, or no, <laughs> Jeff Conway. Yeah. Who's Kanicki from Greece. Kanicki. I believe he's also in Dark Sea, maybe? Yeah, and he's Did also in a season of um, 
Celebrity Rehab. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, I can see that. He's dead, but now, um, but, you know, he was in Celebrity Rehab. So it went well. <laughs> okay. Didn't, didn't succeed. Okay. So 1958, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Not friend of Reading Rainbow. No. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you for science. Thank you for <laughs> astrophysics. 1975, Kate Winslet. And his awesome vest, too. Sorry. I'm oh, still on I haven't moved on from Neil deGrasse no. Tyson. We never will. Uh, Kate Winslet, we Kate love Winslet, her. Kate Winslet, love. Uh, 1975, Scott w- Wenger. Who? Scott Wenger. Wenger? Wenger. <laughs> Wenger? W-E-I-N-G-E-R. Went, okay. Wenger. Who is he? He's from Full House. He's also the voice of Aladdin. <gasps> yes! Yeah, girl. King. King. 1978, Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Which he used to be a professional football player. He's uh-huh. an announcer now, and he's the newest host. Of The Bachelor. Okay, I was wondering if you heard that. I did. That's why I put it on my list. Okay, me too. Uh, yeah, I was like, I didn't know who he was until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robert Goddard, 1882. Oops, I went out of order. Ooh. Uh, he's generally acknowledged to be the father of modern rocketry. Which I thought was fun. We love a rocket. We love a rocket. And then Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Who he's from the social network, Uh Zombieland, Now You See Me. Which, by the way, I learned this not too long ago as well. Did you, do you remember the girl from the Pepsi commercials back in the day? She had the big dimples. That's that's his sister. Siblings. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. I'm sure we read the same article. BuzzFeed. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's all I have. Uh, Happy birthday. I have um, Chester Arthur, who is our 21st president of the United States. I'm sorry. I've never heard that name. (laughs) Chester. I've never heard that name before. President of the United States of America. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. (laughs) Never heard that name. His name's Chester. Arthur. Arthur. President Arthur. President Arthur. I'm being duped. No, there's why would a, I do There's some sort of this, matrix This is flaw. not a flamel incident from <laughs> that we ran that. into next last week. I'm not putting fake people on On here July again. 1st, I would say Harry Potter. Uh, as we should. Yeah, same book. Um, and then in 1902, Ray Kroc was the founder of McDonald's. <gasps> oh, that's a twist. <laughs> I thought he was going to make the Kroc. No, he doesn't make the shoes. <laughs> No, he's the fa- he's the OG founder of oh. McDonald's, not to be confused with Burger King. <laughs> no, I was gonna say something, but then you I realized stopped like, halfway through and looked really <laughs> no, defeated, so I, I made something up on the spot. No, because I realized halfway through that my sentence was completely incorrect. <laughs> but, <laughs> so instead of like finishing it and giving, I'm like, nope, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm be out. Dead. He actually, so if you've seen this movie on Netflix, it's called The Founder about ray Kroc and how he basically stole the idea from of oh. mcdonald's from the mcdonald brothers okay who had a store in california he did not try and hide it he, he did not named he it McDonald's. flat out stole it it's like so i'm gonna have the sullivan's i guess that's probably a real thing already maybe i don't know whatever i'm Could stealing be. from you i'll steal it <laughs> you can, you can it. together you can it wasn't that good of an idea. It's a terrible idea. I stopped midway. <laughs> I just gave up. I was like, no. No, I'm good, stop. actually. I'm, I'm done with my thought process. I swore off uh, leaving the house. 
I did. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, and I've, I'm back in the office, too, by the way. Are as you? Of today. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. This goes live. I'm on vacation. Uh, you're in, have your mama me a moment. So because Claire's on vacation oh, for the yeah. whole week, we will not be back next week. But we will be back the next week. Yeah. With another spooky October spooky. episode. And maybe Penny will do spooky cat oh, celebrate. I hope so. She, she's not doing it right now. She's sleeping. <gasps> not we yet. Cost, Penny. <laughs> Are you ready to be a unicorn? A spooky unicorn. Oh my gosh, she would hate that so much. I want it so bad. Okay. Okay. Must. Okay. Okay. Love you. Mean, mean it. Bye. bye. Hee <laughs> <laughs>